Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 50, recorded live on February 26, 2008. And here are your hosts, the man who's going to get a big bag of crap in the mail and is excited about it, Dave Play. Bet I am. And the other guy who's going to get a big bag of crap in the mail and is so excited about it, Andy Lowe. Woo! Both excited for bags of crap. Yep. Thank you, Rudolph. It took me time and time again. This time I decided not to go to the bathroom right when it would change over. Uh, that was a conscious decision, huh? Yes, it was. Was it? Yes. Wow. Because last time, I'm like, oh, it's going to take about another minute for it to, to switch over. I've got time to run to the bathroom and be, get back. And by the time I get back, it was it was done. But um, thank you, Woodalizer, basically. Yeah. Because... Well... I probably still would have gotten it without Woodalizer, yeah. but it just meant I could do other things. Well, it it popped up, and so it it popped up the, the page. Literally, it went straight to the Buy Now page, right. rather than having me open. You just have to enter your yeah. three digits. And yep. Well, click three. You and gotta then click it, three and then enter the three digits. Because yeah. only the stupid people only buy one of the bags of crap. Uh, which evidently is one-fifth of the people who got a bag of crap. Oh, my goodness. Something like 19, 20% of the people who ordered one only ordered one. That's just stupid. Oh, well. But bag of crap should be here in a couple days. Mm-hmm. We'll Mine should be here. It whether might. or not it was a waste of $8. What did your dad get last time? Uh, like two Xbox, original Xbox wireless headsets. Uh, iPod Buddies, which are these little foam rubberish things that you put around your iPod, and so it makes it look like a, a humanoid figure. Uh, a mystery book for children, which was like Mr. T and the Great Train Robbery or something. Dude! Yeah, it was a Mr. T book. Um, and then a camera case. So for eight bucks, that wasn't bad. Yeah. So... But well, yeah. So well, Andy. Yes, Dave. Hi. Hi, Dave. It's it's been a long time. Yes, yes it has. Man, it feels like we haven't done this in, in what, two months? To the day. To the day. Because the last time we recorded was Boxing Day. So December twenty sixth. Fantastic. Uh-huh. Ladies and gentlemen, we wholeheartedly apologize for the delay and the lack of updates and the lack of episodes and the lack of any sort of activity from Andy and I. Mm-hmm. Uh, exams led to winter break, led to school, led to more tests, led to... New Year's uh, resolutions. Evidently, Andy's New Year's resolutions. Uh, it's very difficult to record one of these episodes just by yourself. And, like, I, I could. I could have just recorded without Andy. I could have recorded with someone else, but... RA Podcast, to me, is both Andy and myself, and it just wouldn't be the same. I'm laughing. I'm not crying. Don't worry. You're laughing? Yes. Why are you laughing, Andy? It's it's a whole long story that I wouldn't want to get into because there's a whole lot of news that we need to hit. Oh, man. Two months of news. Um, some of it's kind of obsolete. Yeah. The things like Blu-ray gaining an advantage and then HD DVD fighting back by lowering their prices. And uh, Pointless because... As yeah, I'm yeah, but sure. we're, we're going to get to well, that. We might as well hit it well, now. Okay, we'll hit that first. Pointless, uh, because as I'm sure you all know by now, HD DVD is dead. And a moment of silence, please. 
Okay, that's long okay. enough. Yeah. Uh, early adopters got screwed. Andy and I both we went and bought the the Xbox 360 HD DVD drive. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was looking at as soon as the, the announcement came, I was looking on eBay and I'm like, look, man, I could get all these discs for cheap. But then I'm like, wait a second, do I really want to get all these discs for cheap? Yeah. It's, it's not worth it. No. Uh, there are rumors that Microsoft is going to release a Blu-ray drive. You don't think so? I don't think Microsoft's going to release a Blu-ray drive. I don't know. I could see them doing it. But they're also maintaining that the 360 is primarily a gaming system. So maybe As they'll just drop all it. consoles should be. Well, but the PS3 is a Blu-ray player. And how many people who own a PS3 care about that without knowing? There are a significant number of people who don't know that it plays Blu-ray. I don't think it's... it's, There's also, however, a significant number of people who bought it primarily because it does play Blu-ray. I doubt that. Well, Andy, they certainly didn't buy it for the games. That is true. I think they bought it on the promise of games. But I still remember back in April... I was doing my report in my contemporary uh, problems with telecommunications, one of my classes, 400-level college course. And we're supposed to do a presentation on it uh, at the end of the semester about some form of the entertainment industry or the telecommunications or something like that. And everybody was doing HD DVD versus Blu-ray. And this was back when, like, Microsoft was still saying we might do an HD DVD player, we might do a Blu-ray player. And, like... Where Sony was like, we don't the Blu-ray player and the whole thing, and I was the last one to go. And so we always heard HD DVD versus Blu-ray. This was like over and over again. Everybody picked this topic. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. So I get to it and I'm like, put up a PowerPoint presentation. I put up the slide. I'm like, gaming consoles and high definition discs, HD DVD versus Blu-ray. The next slide had a big X, and I'm like, gamers don't care. I don't know about that though. Do, do you honestly care about high definition movies? Not really. Do you really? Uh, will I care in five years when it's the standard again? It's not going to be the standard. We're going to go straight to digital distribution. Granted, we need to have a bigger... I don't know, Andy. We need to have a more internet infrastructure. Yeah. But it's we, like... We don't have the infrastructure for digital distribution movies. No, but we need to get that done. Not for HD distribution, at least. Yes. And you, can, you can stream what, a movie, but... What is considered quality. HD, then? Um, 1080p, is it? That is just a standard. Yes. Anything basically higher than 540p is considered, or no, 540i is considered um, high def because it's higher definition than what we currently... Than standard yeah. def, yeah. So it could know. be 720i, 720p, could be 1080i, 1080p, could be 4k when that comes out. 4k? 4k. As in like 4,000? Mm-hmm. 4,000 lines of resolution. That's pretty impressive. I know. It's, that's the new high def for the digital camcorders that they use in the, in the movie industry now. So it's to me, it's this whole convoluted idea of HD. HD content is just... I hate it. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. Well then. Yes. You know also know what I also hate? What else do you hate, Andy? Analysts. Analysts. Yes. I know you hate analysts, even though we sort of act as them from time to time. But no, but okay. There's Andy. a difference. 
we're you don't see me getting quoted as news. No. You don't hate analysts. You hate the fact that they're reported as news, as yes. hard news. Yeah. Wasn't it um was it Gizmodo that posted the one story about Apple something that there something got delayed and the Apple stock dropped? Yeah, I think so. I and don't know. Like I don't basically, remember who it was, but but basically, like Apple stock lost a couple million dollars from this one rumor that was posted on as news, right? And then it's just like analysts are saying, "Oh, this is what's going to happen in years," and it. Yep. Well, evidently, Andy is not alone in these feelings. Nope. Uh, Kotaku, wonderful, wonderful website that it is, decided to go through. And pick a couple analysts and look at their predictions. Or were they? They were all predictions for 2007, right? Mm-hmm. And so they took 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 analysts, looked at their predictions for 2007, and which ones came through and which ones didn't. And the top analysts, Andy? Um, I'm looking at the chart right here. Only got 60% right. Six out of ten predictions. You could have flipped a coin and done almost as well. In fact, some of them looks like they did flip coins. Some guy only got um, three predictions right, seven false. Somebody, there's one guy who only had three of them that they were even known about. And seven of his confirm. predictions are yeah. still unknown because they have or have not come true yet. Right. Wow. Oh, some some analysts gave dates when they suspected the PS3 price cut was coming. The guy who got uh, third just said that a price cut would be one of the options to help the system's sales. And that doesn't even count. That's common sense. So and, Yeah, the guy second place said the price cut wouldn't happen until at least April 2007. So technically when it happened in July, he was correct. Right. So analysts, I mean, you you can listen to it. What's the quote about the weather? Uh, the 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 weather, weather forecast. No, weather forecasters are right too often to ignore, but wrong too often to depend on. I could see that. Same kind of thing with the analysts. Yeah. Yeah. Not not a fan. It's always also really annoying listening, and I'm, I'm sure people have thought this about you and me, is that it's, it's annoying listening to these shows and these podcasts where people who are professional analysts going on and on and on, and then they come up to a topic that you know more about than they do, and you just shout out like everything that they're saying, like, well, I don't know, and well, maybe, but what if they try this? And you're like, no! I know. I, I don't, and it's... Oh, yep. Which is why if I'm ever on like IRC or something or chat, it would be like, newsflash, says analyst. Because it's just like some guy sitting there going, you know, well, they might do this right. and they might do that. But somebody just signed on Xbox Live. That's Grant. Okay. Um, but it's it's basically they're there because these are publicly traded companies and stocks. Right. And stocks. And stock. And so... I'm trying to give you a transition there. Are you? Yes. Because I don't know offhand which one you're trying to transition to. There are two of them, Dave. 
Are there? Yes. There are? Yes. Okay. That that clue helps. Which one would you like, Andy? Take so your Andy's, pick. So Andy's trying to segue into uh, two major deals that may or may not happen, mm-hmm. one of which has been talked about to death in yes. the last two, three weeks since yep. it was announced. Microsoft is attempting to buy Yahoo. Now, this deal has happened, well, almost happened several times. Microsoft has looked to purchase Yahoo before. Yahoo's been going out trying to get better offers from other people. Have they? They went, they, they oh, tried yeah, they to talk to, to Murdoch and, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft is offering, like, some ridiculous amount over the Yahoo stock price. Uh, the board of directors said, no, absolutely not. And the shareholders are saying, well, maybe. So Yahoo might be subject to uh, an aggressive takeover. Kind of like um, railroads. Yeah. Sid Meier's Railroads. Yep. Um, God, I love that game. Sorry. It's a good game. It's a very good game. So, yeah. Uh, Microsoft purchasing Yahoo. Don't know if it's actually going to happen. Uh, a lot of people are saying that the EU is going to stop it. Well, the can the EU really have a say in the dealings of two American businesses? American businesses that have a global footprint? But it's still an American have, business. But don't they also have offices in Europe? Don't they have, have like, the sub-companies? Well, yeah, but then you can have an argument over that. But you still can't say – they still can't say, no, this cannot happen. It's an American company buying out another American company. Right. How much if, – if that happens, then you could I, – I honestly could just see the State Department like go in and be like, look. Andy, listen to Twit. I realized this as well. <laughs> I, I haven't finished listening I to know, last week's Twit or the week before. It's just this. This I no, realize I know, these I things know, as well. I know. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I'm just the European Union and their whole antitrust yeah, they, thing. They is, really shouldn't have any say in this because it's an American company buying another American company. You know, it's right. like we could have an argument between that said. The American government should probably have a say in this. Well, yeah, that's and, what the that's what the FTC will do, right? But will, do you think the FTC will let it go? It It's not a monopoly, but it's still – it would turn it into a duopoly. Well, yeah, but there's still competition. Basically, it's the if, – if there's any form of competition, it's therefore they would let it slide. Like think, think about the, the cable industry right now and our internet service providers. What do we have here? We have – Comcast, SBC, and, and Verizon. Verizon, yeah. That's it. Is that really much of a competition if there's only three choices? Not really. Especially since our DSL, you can't get... Base, like Comcast, you can do three megabits, but now they're hacking everybody, basically. So they can't do torrents and all the other fun stuff. There's a, there's the FTC uh, a hearing going on right now over the Comcast thing, and somebody literally said the Comcast was basically using hacker techniques. Yeah, on the torrents, the the disconnect. Yep, go Comcast. Woohoo, Comcast! That said, I have a, a an ISP that's not Comcast. You do? We've covered this many times. I have IASnet. 
they provide service to this building. Ah, uh, okay. But where do they get their provisions from? Merit. Merit? Merit. Where's that? Merit's a, a national uh, provider. Okay. So they're they're closer to the backbone than Comcast is. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, I feel like the the I could I was gonna say that I feel like the ISP should be regulated like the phone company or like the um power company, but wait. Right. Those aren't regulated anymore. Or the tow truck company or Or yeah. So Andy. What about the water companies? The water people uh, they're regulated as far as safety. But they're not like a government entity? I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. But, Andy. Yes. We have a bet. Yes. About a G phone. Yes. And Duke Nukem Forever. Yes. Where I said Duke Nukem Forever was going to come out before a Google actual phone came out. Dave got close with the operating system. What is this you're showing me? Samsung built Google branded Android phone due later this year from Engadget. Well, fuck. So, the bet's still on. I thought I had it. I, it's a race. The trailer came out, and I was like, there's actual in-game footage. Yep. And Dave's, there's a race. Dave's G phone turned out just to be an operating system. But, oh, crap. A Google-branded phone coming out later this year. From And, well, it's important to note the question mark at the end of the sentence. Yes. Because that means it's an analyst prediction. And we all know how well those turn out. Yes. But, oh, but <laughs> the race is back on again. The race is back on. I believe we have dinner riding on this one? Yes. Okay. I think we just honestly picked the two things that I didn't think were completely ever possible. And <laughs> they're both happening. Oh, my gosh. All right, so we talked about Microsoft and Yahoo for stock-wise. Did we talk about the other one? Nope. You want to take that one? Sure. Um, so there's, this, uh, this basic, is, there's a group called Take-Two. A group? Yes. It's a little group? Well, I wouldn't call them a company, but they're not very um, organized. Their CEO, they, the stockholders basically made them redo the entire board of board of whoever's in the board mm-hmm. and um, they, they basically have like two games they have Grand Theft Auto and they have Take Two Sports Midnight Club Bully okay. okay so they have Rockstar and Take Two Sports basically that's all Take yeah. Two is right yeah they, they have Rockstar which is a huge company but um uh, here we go. Wholly owned subsidiaries, 2K. Yeah, so that's all the sports. Uh, Andy, 2K is for Axis. Oh, you're right. That's all Sid Meier's stuff. I didn't even think of that. Uh, they have a lot of other 2Ks, like 2K Chet, uh, 2K Boston. Yeah, yeah. Uh, et cetera, et cetera. They have Rockstar, which has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine studios. Take Two is a big company, Andy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With Two K's Price Fighter and stuff. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto. But yeah. So EA, after uh, Vivendi and Activision uh, have their deal worth nineteen billion dollars, um, EA wants to buy Take Two. Um. 
So this is like following the wake of yep. uh, Activision buying. Except the Take Two Interactive or buying Activision. Yeah, um, EA wants to buy Take Two for two billion dollars. Two billion? Yeah. How much should they be worth normally? <laughs> Um, well, that's actually worth more. Uh, right now, it's a 64% premium over their most recent stock closing. Hmm. But basically, everybody at Take-Two is like, that's undervaluing our company. Hmm. Especially think of that's right before Grand Theft Auto is right. coming out, after it got delayed. And so they're honestly saying that we should be worth more. So they're holding out for more. Is the basically what they're they're saying, but right. think uh, think if EA bought Take Two, you've got EA basically now owning Rockstar and and Two K Sports, which Microsoft is the only was, competition was the, yeah. to their. Oh man, maybe the FTC will not let them do it. Because how many other sports games are out there that are not done by EA or Two K? There's nothing. There's well, nothing. There's nothing good. No, there there is nothing out there other than 2K or EA. I can, I can honestly tell you that's like it. Right. So if EA buys 2K, then it's just... Game over, man. Yep. All right. Do, do you realize like what's going on here? If you have your small independent p- publishers, and then you have your EA, the Vindy... Ubisoft is now saying that this EA deal is making them want to buy more people. We're literally turning into the movie industry. Yeah. It's all going to be like two or three major studios and that's it. Yeah. But then you get all the little independent developers. Well, yes, but think of what the indie movies are compared to Spider-Man, Star Wars. Yes, but other companies are giving the indie developers a chance out here. So what... There are companies that the equivalent excuse me the equivalent would be industrial light and magic going to indie developers and saying here use our stuff for free. What? Yep. Things like Havoc, which is a, a very popular engine, yeah, will be free later this year. Okay. Uh, Microsoft, huge thing that Microsoft has done, and this was just announced at GDC. The XNA, the the I don't even know what it stands for. But it's the, the programming environment and the SDK that you can use to write games for the 360. Oh, this is probably part of their more open Microsoft deal that they've got going on now. Like, um, they're, they're releasing the SDK for, like, yeah, Office you know, and I, Server and Windows I and Vista and really stuff. I really connected the two. I think that this is more... Uh, someone in Microsoft had made the statement about democratic gaming. Yeah. And more gaming for the people. Well, yes, but I'm saying they're like, okay, so they're they're opening up the XNA, and but then also at the same time they just announced that they're opening up the SDKs and the APIs for a whole bunch of their software. Right. But so Microsoft is so previously, if you wanted to publish a game on the 360, yes, you had to purchase XNA. Yeah. Uh, you had to develop it, et cetera, et cetera, and then you basically had to sell it to Microsoft. Yeah. Now Microsoft has opened up XNA uh and they're offering they and what they're doing with it is they're they're saying you purchase XNA, you write your game and you submit it. And there will be a peer review system. And if it's good enough, it will get on the live. Oh, so it's basically if somebody plays this game and they like it, 
they can vote for it and then it can get on the live. Right? So it's basically they're doing the little big planet idea. Sure. Little big know. planet, you could create your own levels for little big planet. Yeah. And then people would play them. If they liked them, they'd vote it up there and it basically it turned it into a giant chart. And like it would always the top ten would always be at Well, this isn't even the top ten from what I understand it once it's on there, it's on there. So basically, how much money are you getting out of the deal, though? I don't know. But at the very least, it would get your name out there. Yeah, name is everything now. Think of online. Everything's advertising. You don't pay for anything online anymore, really. Right. Other than the Wall Street Journal, which I don't understand how that works. But that's a whole other thing. So, uh, and then beyond that, really cool thing Microsoft's doing with XNA. Yeah. They're putting it on the Zune, waiting what? for that to sink in. They're putting it on the Zune. Yes. So Zunes can now play games written with XNA so you, and Windows can as well. So you could write a single game that's playable on Windows, on the 360, and on a Zune. But there's no controller on the Zune. Well, there's a directional-ish pad. There's the, the weird the sensor circle. pad. It's called the Squirkle. The Squirkle? Yeah. There's the Squirkle, and then there's two buttons. I could see it. Yeah. So Microsoft, I guess, silently broke into the handheld market? I don't know. But yes, My but idea was it's breaking into the Zune. Hey, the Zune got a lot more popular when uh, Zune 2 came out. It's a Zune. So? It's a Zune. So? It's a Zune. So? Do you have a, a broken record sound you can insert there? <laughs> Probably you could find one. But, um... It's... It's... It's the Zune. It's not... It's like breaking into the Engage market. For goodness sakes. <laughs> I think more people have Zunes than you think. So? More people so? have iPods. Yeah. You <laughs> but the uh, there are games for the iPod, Andy. I know, but they're anyway. They're cheap little crap yeah. fast games. Yeah. Although Phase is supposed to be pretty cool. But it's basically Audio Surf. Yeah. On the Which iPod. I, I I downloaded Audio Surf. I bought it on Steam. Audio Surf is on Steam? Yes. Using Steam's thank you for the transition, Andy. You're welcome, Dave. <laughs> Steam yeah. Going back to publishers and companies making it easier for the independent uh, indie groups yeah. to publish, Steam has opened up something called uh, Steamworks. And don't go to www.steamworks.com. Do not go to www.steamworks.com. Whatever you do, do not go to www.steamworks.com. Have you been there? Yes. Waiting. Brewing Company. Oh, that's a different Steamworks than I was at. What Steamworks were you at? When I went to Steamworks, I I typed in to the Google search Steamworks. And it's a, 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 like a male gay Private men's gym, sauna, and bathhouse. Yeah. It's in Toronto. Yeah. So, yeah. That's steamworksonline.com. Steamworks.com is just the Steamworks brewing. Yeah. Steamworks, however, uh, is, is 
something that Valve is doing through Steam, their content delivery system. Yeah. And basically it incorporates – it's a, a small set of – it's a small library set of functions and various other abilities that you can use to add into your program to have your program integrated with Steam. So you can download it through Steam. You so add- it, I can't create a game for Steam Works. It's basically it's a way to integrate my game into Steam. You yeah, you program a game, you write the game, you complete the game. All right, right. You've got it compiled, you've got it working, you got it great. Then you use Steam Works. You add it into certain parts of the code, okay. so the game becomes compatible with Steam. And then you you have to sign on with Valve, but then they will host. The download, people can go onto Steam, purchase your game. So you do get money for this. They purchase your game, downloads your game. You can incorporate things like achievements into the game. The game is incorporated into Steam, so you have all the Steam community stuff available to you. I could see that. You have the Steam logins available to you in the game. They're basically trying to get free work. No, they're trying to open up their hosting. But they're basically asking for free work for everybody. It's like, sure, we'll put your game on there if you guys will make it work for us. It's, it, that's one way of looking at it, yes. That's a, a terribly pessimistic, opportunistic way of looking hey, at it, it. They're getting more games on there, and they don't have to use as much money because they don't have the manpower that they would well, have to do. Andy, if they hadn't done this, it's not like Valve goes through your code and adds it. It's always been, hey, you want to host it on Steam, fine, here's what you need. It'll cost you, here's what you need. Now go add it into your program and then we'll put it on Steam. Now they're basically giving it to you. Yeah, makes sense. It's not that Valve used to go through, like uh, Sid Meier sent Valve Civilization 4 and said, here, host this. And Valve said, okay. We'll host it, and they did all the work. No, no, no. Sid Meier Studio had to go through and add all the stuff to make it compatible with Steam. Steam Works makes it even better because you can add things like achievements, which are viewable from other players. Now, here's a question I've always wondered for you. Have you do you care about the achievements in the Steam stuff or no? Not so much. I think there, I care more the, about there's the, Yeah, there's achievements for the 360. Yeah, I literally I I have that on my Facebook those. page right now anyway, by the way. Do you? There's a Facebook app that you can hook up to your gamer uh, ID. I know. I might do that. Um, Steam achievements, not so much. We need the the unified ID, online ID. Yeah. Where it it would read the Steam, it would read the Xbox, it would read everything and just compile it. But, yeah, achievements are achievements. Well, yeah. I have a question for you, though. All right. Are you the kind... If you were to program a game... Yes. And this would be a perfect random topic, but if you were to program a game for the 360 and you were adding in achievements... Yes. Would you be one of the ones that has, like, ridiculously impossible... You can beat the game and get, like, 30 achievement points, but everything beyond that is just this absolute bullshit stuff that requires timing like Dead and, Rising? Dead Rising actually gives you a significant amount for just yeah, playing through the game. Yeah, there are some achievement points yeah. for it. But no, I'm saying like we're playing through the game gives you almost nothing. Yeah. And that you actually have to actively work for the achievements. Kind of like Gears of War, kind of like 
crackdown. No, even Gears of War. I mean, you there's there's an achievement points where you had to get a million deaths on yeah online play. But I'm talking about things more like uh, Blazing Angels. I haven't actually played that game. Yeah, you have to unlock all the the other planes to get most of the achievements. Oh, and you don't do that by just playing through the game. You have to go through, play through the game, and play it really, 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 really well. Well, what's the fun in that? Well, okay, he's got he's got to find the balance with the thing. Like, right. there's you got to get a. I would literally just split up my points half the half the points you can get just by playing through the game. And then the other half of the points, you actually kind of have to work for. Like, you have to do a certain level without getting hit. Right. Or None of this play, but uh, you wouldn't do something like play a ranked match, here's 10 achievement points. If it gets people online, then yes. Okay. But you could have, like, play, an, play a ranked match, win a ranked match, win... Five, yeah. ten... Something that it just 10, keeps thousand. people keeps people playing if they want to get all the achievement points. But there's games like Teen- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I literally got all the points just by playing through the game once. Yeah. And it's like, I didn't even realize sometimes that I got achievement points until, like, the thing popped up. Oh, that was an achievement. Huh. I'm not a fan of the ones that say secret. Why? Because, like, unless that unless you get through those in the course of the game and they say secret because they don't want to spoil it, that's one thing. But if it's like secret, ha, 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 you'll never understand this. Like you have to get to this part of this level and then open the menu. Well, that would just be weird. Yeah. There are achievements that are open the menu in some games. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's something. But I'm I, just happy I got that rock band 100-point achievement. I really got to borrow Rock Band at some point. Yeah. I'll just play through the entire guitar and bass versions. Well, now the drums are being sold standalone. They are? Yeah. 70 bucks. Mm. Plus I don't know. 50 bucks got, for the game. Well, Dad, that's 120, and that cuts down my buffer in half. Yeah. And he's got a $300 gaming surplus. Right now, yes, because... I sold some Xbox 360 stuff that paid for my ticket to PAX. And then I sold the Wii, and that was $300. And so right now I'm technically $300 up, but I'm trying not to use that. (laughs) Kate thinks it's a kind of a loophole, basically, if I sell items to buy more. Well, it is a loophole, but one that's rather intentionally built into the system. We discussed it beforehand. I know. But I just feel odd doing it. But granted, I'm sitting here playing Zoom on a bunch of other things online for free. Mm-hmm. So you can do free gaming. I know. I have no problem. I've already done it for two months now. Yeah. I, I How's just, the the no coke thing going? As he grabs his drink. I tried giving up coke for like two weeks, and then I had three midterms in one day, and I had to basically keep myself awake. Mm-hmm. And then after that week, it was just... Well, it was actually a week and a half of no Coke. But once school starts, I should be back in the swing of things. I got myself a nice Nalgene bottle, and I just, I've just i got a Brita water pitcher at home, so I basically just fill that up every day. And then right. once on campus, like I make sure I try to drink three Nalgene bottles in a day, 16 ounces each time. 
So I'll have one during my first class. I'll fill it up. Have one during my second class. Fill it up at. We have a. What are those Culligan? The Culligan water things. I don't know. You know, like the office water things. Like the the water coolers. Yes. Yes. Thank you. The water cooler. We have a water cooler at work, and so I always go in there and fill it up. <laughs> oh, I didn't know what they were. The water things. The water thing. The giant water thing. You know that, the giant. We still you have know what's some really of those. fun with those? We have some of those from 2000 still. The the, the tanks yeah. on those, if you if you have an empty one, yeah. take a little rubbing alcohol. Ooh. Take a little rubbing alcohol, uh, pour it in, slosh it around so it coats the sides, pour it out, and then light just on the inside of the lip. And just this ring of fire goes from the lip all the way to the back. It's really impressive. Right, I use them to store water. Okay. Well, my parents do. Yeah. We still, no joke, have water jugs from the Y2K scare. Yeah. I'm afraid to touch that water. That water uh, is eight years old. Andy, water doesn't really go bad. Especially if it's distilled water. I don't know if it's distilled or not. That's kind of the reason they buy distilled water for emergency things like that. Maybe. It doesn't really go bad. And even if it does, you can boil it. Yeah, that is true. Great stuff about water. <laughs> water is a very special thing. Um, okay, so let's see. Analysts suck. EA wants to buy Take-Two. Microsoft wants to buy Yahoo. HD DVD is dead. Ubisoft wants to become an EA by buying more people. What else do we got? Uh, Guitar Hero 4 is coming out. You probably don't care because you've got Rock Band now. i got Rock Band. I'm, you know what? It's almost exactly what I predicted way back when they split. Yeah. I said Guitar Hero is just going to go downhill and Harmonix will go on to do the next great okay, thing. Guitar Hero 3 was great except for all the new stuff that they tried adding to it. And I think they realized that. Because the stupid boss battles, if you can even call them boss battles, mm-hmm. were just... And how everything in hell was metal. Ugh. Yeah, it, it was not that fun but to me. Guitar Hero 4 is going to be coming out supposedly in June, according to uh, Red Octane. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be Guitar Hero Aerosmith. Guitar Hero Aerosmith, so the entire thing's Aerosmith. Um, there are songs in there by people who are friends with Aerosmith, so it'll be Aerosmith, but with other things as well. Okay. But, yeah. So you get to basically start out as Aerosmith and work your way up through their career. This does not sound like fun. What? It's playing the same 12 songs over and over and over again in rock band sounds like fun. 12 that, songs? I, Andy, I have 68 songs. Yes, and but how many of those do you week? actually play? When we're doing Band World Tour, we play well, at random. It's whatever the computer throws at us. Yes, but there are other times where you get to pick your own set list, and it's basically the same 12 songs. When I was over at Brian, we kept on playing the same songs over and over and over well, again. Well, that's just how... Granted, I can't believe you guys are Boston fans. That's... That was kind of surprising. Eh. I was sitting there like, wait a second, this is Boston. You guys like Boston. They're like, yeah. And I'm like, you never heard of Boston before this, but we like the song. Oh, but Andy, I mean, shouldn't 
isn't that better that way? That it, it it's opening us up to new music? Well, yes, but there's this new thing about new music and a new track that you like, and you play the one song over and 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 over. Done yet? Yeah, I ran out of breath. So okay. But yeah, Guitar Hero Four. They they haven't talked about any new peripherals or anything. New peripherals, new gameplay elements. Yeah. Well, said, they said, I think I think all the things that the fans liked in Guitar Hero 3 will be in the next Guitar Hero game. We've tweaked a few things here and there. We've made a few things better from feedback from our fans. But most of the features that you saw in Guitar Hero 3 will be in Guitar Hero Aerosmith. So they played that nice and smooth by not saying anything. Right. Look, that's a whole paragraph. And they said nothing. It'll be more of the same. Because that's, I mean, that's all they've said is that it's more of the same. Yeah, we've we've tweaked some things, but I don't know. What's really funny is, and this on the GameSpot where I'm reading this article, there's an ad on the right side about Rock Band. Yeah, Rock Band is great. I mean, Andy, every Tuesday there's three new songs. Every week, new songs, and still alive is coming to Rock Band. Yeah, but so did is, you, is did there you hear be... about the guy who tried to steal it? What? When uh, Harmonix did the party? Yeah. At GDC, and they had the the Xbox that was doing "Still Alive." Yeah. Right after they finished, some guy leapt up onto the stage, took out a memory card, and plugged it into the 360, and then started fiddling around with the controller. And he was trying to copy "Still Alive" onto the memory card so he could take it home and put it on the web. Wow. He had gotten it onto the card by the time someone got to him and, t- and stopped him. Hey, if you look like you know what you're doing, you, you, people will let you do anything. You just got to walk around like you own the place. It was really, really funny. Oh, um, DualShock 3. DualShock April 15th, $50. $50. I thought that the... Era, the era of Rumble, Rumble is, yeah. Well, is this gone. is just another example of Sony being Sony, trying to cover their butts by saying one thing and then, oh, wait a second, our lawsuit's done. Let's put Rumble back in the controller. Right now, can they get rid of the six-axis, please? No, they'll keep it. Uh, Why wouldn't they? What? I guess it I und- can work. You just have to program it the right way. Kind of like most of the Wii games where you just wiggle the remote a little bit. Right. People just don't know how to program it. And very similar to the problems with multi-core. People just don't know how to program it. And it's like a vicious cycle because people don't know how to program for it, therefore nothing comes out for it, therefore it just sits in an endless right. cycle of people making crap for it because nobody wants to try and figure it out. <sighs> All right. Oh, so here's a question for you. Yeah. Are you going to get the, the Wii Fit board? I don't know. You can do push-ups and sit-ups and stuff with it. Really? Yes. Huh. No. What, you don't want to be more physically active? I, I do push-ups on my own. I, you do? I, I, yes, I do. When? I started a couple of weeks ago. I've been on and off. I do do push-ups. Granted, I sit here. I can do push-ups pretty well, actually. I, I do the uh, the Air Force physical fitness test once a night 
try and see how well I do. I haven't done the running part yet because our street's literally a sheet ice. of ice. Yeah. Yay, Michigan weather. You know, it was so nice the other day, too. I know, but our street was still a sheet of ice. Okay. Because it's a dirt road and they never really yeah, What's the Air Force? Like a half a mile? A mile and a half. mile and a half? Okay. Uh, sit-ups for a minute, uh, push-ups for a minute, mile and a half run, and then the body composition, which is basically they measure your abdomen. Right. Above your hip bone. Well, I see on the clock here, Andy, that it is now 6 o'clock. Yes, and we're at 45.30 for our time. Well, so, unfortunately, we have D&D coming up. Oh, uh, we actually have D&D this week? We have D&D. I know, it's amazing. Who'd have thought? How many D&D sessions have we had since the last time we recorded? Actual sessions? Yes. Like two? I think three. Two or three? If I remember correctly. Yeah, somewhere around In- there. Eight weeks. Two or three. But we add one more tonight. Woohoo! Oh, goody. Finally, another one. Yep. Um, so should we hit our random topic? I think we I've... should. Oh, Phil Harrison is leaving Sony, which is kind of sad, because I liked his British accent. Is that the only thing you liked? I, well, the I, British accent? He was, a, he was funny, yeah. too. Like when he when he accidentally dropped the in the Sony PlayStation Home, he accidentally dropped the Sony TV down the stairs, and he's like, "Well, this will just show you how rugged it is." Yeah, yeah. How oh. great Sony products are. Uh, NPD uh, is starting to. We're just gonna run down the list real fast. There's a list. I've, I'm I've, out of I've stuff got a little on my bit list. of a list. Uh, okay. NPD is starting to track online numbers. Oh. So subscriptions to MMOs, things that like that. Changed their PC numbers a bunch. Yeah. Uh, SimCity has been open sourced. Well, the original SimCity. It's yeah. not called SimCity. It's called, uh, what was it called? Remember, they can't, because they can't call it SimCity. Right. It was something I else. I don't remember what they, they named it. But yeah, it's on the old PC. I got to start playing uh, that again. SimCity source code been released. Micropolis. Yes, Micropolis. Thank you. But it is the original SimCity. I know, and I got to, I should download that and play that. Uh, like, Harmonix hours. was hinting at custom rock band tracks. No way. This, this was a rumor, I think, uh, when was this? I don't remember when if this I was. Can, this was I'm a while still ago. getting that and putting a whole bunch of Dire Straits songs on there. Yeah. Uh, recently chatted with Harmonix, Cass and Croker. Croker. Uh, soft, they were talking about Phase. Okay. Which is the iPod yeah. game. Uh, I think you'll see this kind of technology used in other Harmonix products down the road. There is no other Harmonix products down the road other than Rock Band right now. Is there going to be a Rock Band 2, or are they just going to keep on handing out stuff for Rock Band? I don't think they band? need to do it. I think they can just keep doing regular Rock Band. But they, they should give you another, basically another single-player tour. That's true. Because it's like you'll you'll have to download all the new content for all this stuff, but... Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, it, it's up to them. Yeah. They could go either way with it. Um, we've missed both the December and the January NPD numbers. People buy games. It was the holidays. Uh, hackers and Scientology are kind of going at it. Scientology and anybody on the internet is going at it. Yeah, well, hackers. Anybody on the internet. Anonymous. Anybody on the internet. Yeah. Uh, and then there was the 300 terawatt laser. My God, that could light up a city. Uh, that's three times... The, uh, three or three hundred times the uh, capacity of the national power grid. My God, that could light up a couple of countries. Yes. 
It's a ridiculous. It's laser. a really. It's the Death Star really laser. big laser. The, the equivalent. Uh, the the statement of equivalence was if you took a giant magnifying glass and focused all of the sunlight coming at the Earth onto one grain of sand. That's what this laser is like. It's a really big laser. It's a friggin' giant. We're going laser. to put the laser on the moon. Well, this one no is not going to the moon. This one's actually at U of M. I think on North Campus. I actually think I've walked by the lab where it's at. Many They're gonna times. put it on a shark. On a shark with a giant laser. Andy, the laser is like five rooms big. Okay, it's gonna be a giant shark. You like, couldn't mount it on a blue whale. What about that mechanical Godzilla? That shot a laser out of its mouth. There might be enough room in the mechanical Godzilla. Yes. But this is a giant laser. Laser. And it uses some ridiculous technologies of like thinning out the light to increase the energy and then compacting it back together. Oh, it's kind of like the, uh, yeah, that they used to do that with wind tunnels. Because yeah. you'd always shrink down it, but then to a point, if you expanded it back up again, it would actually speed up even more. Yeah. Um, so, well, that's kind of we- really weird shit. Uh, but 300 terawatt laser. That's got to be a whole and lot of capacitors. It's so focused, it can burn the leg off an ant. That's kind of without mean. killing the ant. Oh, this is this is theoretical. I doubt they've actually set an ant down and burned its. Well, leg you off. don't know. What it that, all it is the U of M. I mean, it's possible. But they, they were talking about magnifying glasses earlier. <laughs> Come on, that's just asking yeah, for yeah. trouble. So, uh, StarCraft DS also. I thought that was a. I thought that was. It's an indie thing. Okay. No, I was Civilization DS was what they said wasn't going to happen. Uh no, that's still happening. No, they no. killed it. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. That's what I was trying to remember. Okay. So, okay, so StarCraft on the DS, but no Civ on the DS. Yeah. Uh, homebrew StarCraft DS. Okay. Um, random uh, topics? Hang on one second. I just saw something. Uh, someone's saying rumor about uh, uh, StarCraft Two for the 360. No console? RTS on a console. No R- RTS, RTS on a on console. never work. No, it does not. But, okay, random topic. Okay, we've got 20 of them. We rolled 19. 19. So that's the second. Oh, it's one of the new ones. If money was no issue, what components would your ultimate gaming PC consist of? CPU, graphics card, case, etc. Newegg.com. All right, so we'd have to go with a quad-core chip. One of the... Uh, Intel just released info about their six-core. Six-core? Oh, and the new Intel motherboard that has two chip slots in it. Two chip slots in it? Yeah. Uh, the the Skella something. Crap Screw one. that! Just go get a just get dual dual cell processors. <laughs> dual cell processors. Um, oh God! What was some of those called? new? What is it? The eighty eight hundred graphics cards. I swear that I swear I saw a motherboard that had multiple SLIs on it. Hang on. Uh, hang on. Case. What would I do for a case? Core. All right. So this this is back when. Yeah. Quad core was yeah, yeah. like the, the top. Yes. So this is an eight core motherboard. Uh unofficially known as the Skull Trail. The Skull Trail? The Skull Trail. Officially wow. called the Intel Dual Socket Extreme Desktop Platform. Retails for six hundred and fifty dollars. I don't know, I'd still love to go with the multiple core processors. 
that would it is a multi-core process. Well, no, multi multi-cell processor. Two cell processors. Yeah. So two eight-core processors. Yep. Uh, you'd probably be better off with the two quad-core or a two six-core, hex-core. I guess it is. Because the cell processor is really weird and specialized, and yeah. Oh, excuse me, and it's not really eight core. It's one master core with like seven little sub cores. Oh, so it's Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we go wait, with the, was, we go with the, okay. You got to go with the, eight core or six core. That's eight. Okay, that's it's eight. Yeah, it's eight. So the Skull Trail. Okay, so we got to go with the multi multi core processors. Um, we got to get the really fast RAM that, that you can overclock and is oh, water-cooled. The, uh, instead of a, a hard drive, I, I want the new solid-state PCI cards. Tens of thousands of times faster than a normal hard drive because it's all solid-state. Yeah. It's like a giant flash memory thing. Okay. Uh, but you can get those up to like a terabyte. Okay, so we got to go with the... We got to go so with get the... two of those. Solid-state drive. Um... Case something that can be water cooled because and you got you got all the neons. Oh, dude, I'd I'd want the uh, a clear case that's oil cooled, where all the components are submerged. Well, that's gonna be a pain to swap out components, though. Hey, money is no object. I'll hire someone else to do it. <laughs> you deal with this. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, the monitor, I would have to go with. There was an old IBM monitor. It's a CRT monitor. Mm-hmm. But this thing had such a high resolution, it needed two DVI cables to run. Thing could br- put out four HD signals on the screen at once at full resolution at the same time. I would go with the – I think – I'm not sure if they actually are producing it yet. It was more of a concept picture. Uh, it was three 30-inch monitors, but they were curved. Curved monitors? Yeah, so you would be at the focus. And so whichever way you looked, you were looking straight at a monitor. Dude. Yeah, three. So you'd be 90 like... 90 inches. <laughs> you would have your little... You're you, like, you were encased. I mean, you, you had peripheral vision on a monitor. I could see that. Let's see. Um, if money was no object, I'd get the... I don't know. I really am loving my Model M keyboard that I found just now. Opt- uh, was it Maximus? Optimus Maximus? Yes, but the, the Model M. It's the only keyboard you can defend yourself from zombies with. What? Have you seen the Model M keyboard? It's the thing made by... Made in, made in the 80s from IBM. The thing is a freaking brick. It's got that wonderful springy click-clack. Okay, Andy, price is no object? Have and that and the Optimus Maximus. Okay, okay, I can see Two that. Two keyboards, the computers I, can run that. That's fine. Yeah, and you could, but I don't look at you the use keyboard. the Optimus Maximus for gaming and shortcuts. I don't look at the keyboard right. when I play. Right. So why does it matter if I have screens on my keyboard? Because it's really badass and cool. But does it really matter? But is money an object? No. Well, there the, you go. It's still just completely subliferous. Not necessarily because. There are times where I would like shortcuts on the keys. And it would just be so cool. Come on. All right. So mice, you'd have to get one of those laser wireless mouses with the multi-buttons and the weights you can distribute in there. And the, yeah. 
feedback options. Probably be the cheapest part of this whole thing, and I'd say that's probably going to cost around two to three hundred dollars. And you'd have to get a nice. Let's see, um, dual Nvidia, the top of the line Nvidia yeah, graphic like cards. What, yeah, like uh, ninety. 800, I'd, I'd say, I swear, I saw a motherboard that had dual SLIs. Yeah, uh, quad SLI. Yeah, get that. Four, no. No, no, no. <laughs> you don't need four graphics cards. Do you really need the Optimus keyboard? Okay, fine, four graphics cards. But, if you're, you're going to the Optimus only, keyboard... No, no, because there are only so many PCI slots. So? Uh, physics card? Can't we just somehow... Con- if money's no object, I we want to program people. <laughs> yeah, I want to program people to have my two motherboards talk to each other. People? Yeah. Well, programming people. Okay. That's different than actually, I want to yeah. program people. <laughs> no, no. So somebody could actually get the multi SLI motherboard to talk with the multi multi core motherboard. <laughs> so you have a bunch of PCI slots. So you got your physics card, so you've got your, your your killer NIC card. Got the, the hard drive yeah. PCI cards. Yeah. So you've got your nice, nice big like RAID five terabytes of solid of terabytes state. of solid state memory set up in a RAID. Yeah, set up you, in a RAID. You don't need RAID five for that. No, Andy. Come you, on, solid state's still on the edge. You can, I want some backup if I'm going with entirely solid state drives. Yeah, but the point of RAID five is that you're it. It's fast. You don't need speed when you have this thing. So you, I say you still need speed. Okay, fine. RAID five. Okay. So Long got, story short, I want a computer that can run Crisis. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've actually just picked up an article in one of the magazines, a PC Builder magazine or something like that, where they're like, hey, you can build this computer for under, like, $2,000 and runs Crisis at, like, 40 frames per second. On max graphics levels? I don't know. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, they can say you can run it at whatever FPS you want, but it's got to be at max uh, graphics. So what about sound? You have to go with the 7.1. 7, yeah, 7.1. Uh, actual nice speakers. Probably get some Sennheisen or maybe... No, you know sh- what? Actually, I, I wouldn't have the 7.1 card. No? No, I'd have uh, the optical out. Optical out to an actual honest-to-goodness... Mixer. Mixer. Yeah. With actual honest-to-goodness. With honest the 7.1 surround. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. Uh, um, HD in. Yeah, HD. HDMI in. So you could watch your TV. You could basically have your computer be your TiVo as well. Yep. While you're gaming, it probably has enough power. Yeah, especially if you have the, like, the three 30-inch monitors. How, mu- how much RAM would we put in this thing? We'd have to oh, get the RAM easily you overclock. Easily you 16 cool. gig of RAM. Yeah, of course. That would Jesus, be- this thing would cost... We're talking... With all the shit we're talking about, some... Look at like $10,000 at least. Yeah, but think about it. Think of like 10 years ago, like... Yeah, computers right now are like three thousand some odd dollars for like the, just a computer back yeah. like twenty years ago. In, in about you know twenty years, what we're talking about will be completely obsolete. I know, isn't it great? It's terrifying. It's great. It's brilliant. I could go and blow ten thousand dollars now on this absolute state of the art machine. Yeah, and in five years it won't matter. I know. It's awesome. That's terrible. It's awesome. It's awesome if you're willing to wait the five years. Oh, we'd have, we'd have to put wireless N on there and have Ethernet just in case. Yeah. Going to LAN parties, you probably have to wheel this thing in a cart. Oh, no, 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 because I, I want it all, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not minimized. 
You want it I, I tiny? Want, uh, yeah, yes. Like I want, I want compact. Compact. I want as small a form factor as I can get. Okay, so you want this all in a shuttle case? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I want it all in a MacBook Air. <laughs> it's physically impossible. I can just see, like, you literally, like, open it up, and suddenly, like, the three screens are all, like, layered on top of each other, and they just, like, slide, slide out. out. Oh, that's brilliant. And the Optimus keyboard has got the other keyboard underneath it, <laughs> and you hit a little button, and the mic just the mouse, over. The mouse, like, pops out, and then, like, it's got that plastic that can reform to its yeah. shape and hold it. It's like a giant transformer computer. I want this all in a laptop. We call it the Transformer. It's brilliant. We'd only get sued by three different companies. <laughs> but it would be brilliant. Oh, my God. This would be, be awesome. And now I'm going to have to go back to my single core 64-bit computer with one gigabyte of RAM and 80 gigabytes of hard drive space. I... Running at one point, will will Andy gigahertz someday, someday, someday something like this will come to us in my big huge case oh, with God. my twenty-two inch LCD monitor. That would be so beautiful. Can't do anything. Now I'm all Later, sad. Later, everyone.